So real quick guys, you guys maybe know that we don't run any ads to grow this podcast. So the only ask that I have for you guys is that you help me spread the word to help more working professionals with ADHD, overcome procrastination, find meaningful work, have their life in order and use their superpower to make the world a better place. And the only way we do that is if you could rate, review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is just leave a, re a review that takes you 10 seconds or one click with your thumbs. That would mean a lot to me and more importantly it may change someone else's world. So welcome to the ADHD Power Podcast. ADHD Power helps working professionals with ADHD maximize the positives, minimize the negatives of ADHD so that together we can use our superpower, our strength to make the world a better place. So I'm Nicola, I have ADHD, I'm ADHD productivity coach, master student and podcaster. And if you want to overcome procrastination by embracing your ADHD and working with it to unlock your potential, this podcast is definitely for you. As an ADHDer, I really live the tools and strategies I share with you every Monday on this podcast. Basically, the things that help or have helped me today to study at an elite university in Switzerland, at the University of St. Gallen, to be able to publish over 125 podcast episodes, 260 articles, to be able to work in a 500 million revenue company and to have assisted the CEO with a new corporate strategy or to have co-founded a strategy agency. It's basically a mix of interviews, special co-hosts and solo shows. So hit subscribe and get ready to use your valuable superpower. So welcome to the 39th episode of the ADHD Power Podcast. May, you maybe know that we switched now from German to English. So from now on, we simply, I publish every week a new episode on English, not anymore on German. And today we speak about ADHD and distractions. Basically three things I did that tripled my productivity over the last four years regarding distractions, okay? And as you probably know, the most common symptom for us ADHD is difficulty with regulation, re with regulating attention. And I really like the analogy of Dr. Ned Hallowell from his book um, ADHD 2.0. Let me give me a second. I just have this book here, right here, from Edward M. Hallowell and John Rady. You probably know this book. It's a great read. And... I remember this analogy to say, I guess it's from the book, our, our, we have a race car brain, we have a Ferrari brain with bicycle brakes. That's our situation with ADHD. Yeah, and in, from my point of view, the name ADHD is pretty misleading. We definitely don't have an attention deficit. We have too much attention, yeah? And the point is really, we need to find, to work on our bicycle brakes to increase them, to make them better, that they that in the end they are not any more bicycle brakes, uh, better to be Ferrari brakes. And really the struggles, struggles lie in regulating where our attention is focused on and for how long. So we should find ways how to regulate, regulate our attention or to regulate our energy, for example, to use that great, great strength to have a lot of attention, to have... Um, a lot of energy, for example, in a product productive manner. That's really important. And if you could, if you can do that, you have so much potential, you know. And it always reminds me of my story when I think about this. When I started to focus myself on my strength, I give you an example. Um, I would consider myself as a 
person who has a high level of empathy for other people. And I started to be to start a, um, uh, help other adults with ADHD as an ADHD productivity coach. And there I can really use my empathy to truly understand the, the needs of my clients, yeah, to help them in the best possible way, you know. And I really enjoy that in to work with other people. So that's a strength of mine. And I can use that now, this strength productively in my life in a constructive way to make this world, I hope, a little bit better. So... Um, it's really the point of finding ways how you can use your strength, the strength of ADHD to make your life better and really to minimize the, the negatives as, for example, um, that you can't focus on one thing over an extended period of time. Yeah, You have a lot of focus, but you switch between the things. Yeah, So that was a short intro. And you know, as an ADHDer, Myself, I know perfectly well how hard times we can have to come up, for example, into deep focus. I just spoke about uh, we are switching. And especially in this loud, distracting and sensory, overwhelming world, you know, this world is so loud with so many distractions from our phone, uh, notifications, social media, WhatsApp notifications, etc., etc. And along with, or, you know, so many distractions and what happens if we constantly let ourselves uh, put in or that those distractions dominate our basically whole life we train we train ourselves to be not concentrated yeah our concentration muscle decreases every single time we switch you know because we are spending less time in that certain area of the brain uh, what is less what is responsible for doing one thing at a time. You're spending more time in another area of the brain um, responsible for switching, basically. Uh, that's spoken in really easy terms, uh, uh, easy to understand terms, but exactly like that it is, you know, because the concentration muscle is a muscle. So we need to train him in order to get better at it, to be more able to focus on one thing, to be concentrated. Yeah. So, I will give you three things that helped me as a master student, a master student with ADHD to be able to study successfully at an elite university in Switzerland. Um, and especially there, it's important, you know, you, I have long work days because uh, I support, I work as an ADHD productivity coach. And next to that, I'm doing my master's studies. So I need to have a really structured and well-planned day in order to be productive and not to overwork myself <laughs> to, to have a burnout in the end. Of course, you don't want that. But it's so easy to simply by planning out your week up front, you can save so much time. Because imagine yourself, you have, let's do an example. You have a CEO. Um, one CEO, he works 90 hours per week, okay? Quite a lot, okay? But he works in a really unstructured manner, really unstructured, you know? No planning at all, only working, you know? And another CEO works 50 hours per week, but he's doing something different. He's doing every Sunday evening or maybe at the end of the week and Friday evening or Saturday, whatever, he's doing a good weekly planning. He defines clear targets on what he wants to work on the next week. You know? So he simply has planned out his entire week. He knows what to do when and he can save massively time. He has more time for his family, for leisure time, etc. 
So you see really how important is a good planning. And I really like the approach of, um, uh, of or simply saying you have this weekly review, for example, like David Allen mentioned in his book, I guess, um, Getting Things Done. You simply have a weekly review and there you, of course, you, you bring everything in order, but also you plan out your week and that gives you clarity and that gives you also the clarity that you are on the right, on the right path. And that's really important for us ADHD or that we have this, this feedback, this positive feedback for, for ourselves that we know, hey, we are doing the right thing, okay? But if you are, are not doing that, we only start to work and live the day how we want. Um, we really fast lack a little bit of, of purpose in life. And especially many of us ADHD, we need not only, uh, of course, ADHD, but we need a strong purpose in life in order to uh, wake up energized and uh, living a good life, basically. Okay, so that, sorry, I that was not my main point here now, but... I wanted only to just mention how important is a really good planning with deep work sessions, shallow work, with weekly goals, etc. But we can speak about that in another episode. So let's come back to those three things I did to, to triple my productivity. First thing, really simple, noise-canceling headphones. Since 2020, when I wrote my bachelor's thesis uh, about the marketing to online marketing topic, I have been using my airpods and i really love them it was such a good investment in it, i guess they they cost maybe 200 300 dollars francs i don't know in switzerland francs i don't know how is in the us but i believe that these are really good investments for us adhders you have also other providers other companies who have uh, um, some some noise cancelling headphones and while working, I always use them, you know. I simply always use them, put in, uh, activate the noise cancelling, listen to alpha waves. If you don't know what this is, on YouTube you, you will find some, you can search for alpha waves, that is simply a sound that calms your mind. I really like that. And then I can work. I mean, my hyper-focus, I create a distraction-free environment. So first tip is really noise cancelling headphones a really game changer for me. Second tip is use a distraction lock. That's a really important one. Uh, a really, basically, really a game changer for me. It is simply a dedicated piece of paper or index card that you keep next to you when you when working. So when something pops into your mind, write it immediately immediately down and then move on. So when you see me, for example, at university learning or now uh, at my apartment working hard, you will see me always with a little index card next to me or at least a piece of paper, you know, because, you know, with ADHD, we have great, we have so many thoughts in our head. We have ideas, um, tasks, thoughts, etc. what pops in, in our mind. And those can be like an obstacle for our work up front or in front of us we have some work to do but then we have a thought let's make an example um you're working you have a great idea for a business you could start so first of all never think you will remind you will remember that idea because uh, as david allen said uh, i guess uh, almost quite like that um our brain is good for having ideas, not good for holding them. So the point is really 
write it down. And also, you will not spend time with that idea then in your head because you have work to do, you think on that idea and you lose time. And the and you start to do a little bit multitasking. So therefore, again, you are weakening, uh, you are decreasing basically your concentration muscle. And that's exactly what we don't want. So simply what you can do is something pops into your mind, write it immediately down and then it's also important um, to come back on this later on. So what I'm doing then is I have this, maybe I wrote down five bullet points, one idea, one task I should do someday or today. And in the evening, I'm going through that index card and I watch, okay, this idea I can put in my Evernote, in my note-taking system, or this task, oh yeah, that I should do maybe tomorrow. Yeah, or is it is it uh, important to me? Yeah, you can also ask you this question. Maybe not, then delete it. So that gives you simply this, this second step that you don't act impulsively, especially when it comes to, to, for example, following a task, because now you have like, you can think about it. Yeah, you have, for example, the possibility to think then five minutes about it. Do I really want to do this or not? You know, because as a, ADHD, as we know, we have sometimes struggles with impulsivity. And if we say to everything, yes, to every new task that pops into our mind, we have a we lack of focus. And that's what we don't want. Because focus is so crucial. Because really, as Warren Buffett, I guess, said, the really what 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 differentiate successful people from really successful people is simply the really successful people are saying more no to think other things to ideas to task basically yeah and therefore it's really important to have this mechanism of writing things down and later on to go again through this list what you wrote down or simply to to the idea to to read the idea and and go and move on then yeah and that's what i'm doing every day when i'm doing my shutdown ritual in the evening i really like the idea of call newport having a this schedule shutdown complete ritual in the evening and simply planning out your next day and then you can also go through your notes what you um, wrote down during the day okay so that's basically what you can do here so use a distraction lock Third tip is have your phone out of sight. As James Clear wrote in his really ADHD-friendly book, I would, would say, uh, consider Atomic Habits, analogous that we should make bad habits as invisible as possible. So while working, put your phone in another room or hide it in your bag. That's really crucial. For example, now I'm recording this podcast and my phone is next to me, but it is hidden under a piece of paper. I can't see it, you know, especially that is important when you have, for example, social media addiction, yeah? Put your phone away from you, turn off notification, turn on the not disturb mode because you want to do, you want to be able to do focused, concentrated work, yeah? So while conducting, for example, a deep work session, you will never see me using my phone simply because I try, I prioritize clearly my deep work session. I love doing that, yeah? And the point is really, your phone can be such a great device. Imagine, you know, it's, 
I see, personally, I like really the, I guess Cole Newport wrote that in his book. He simply laid out like our phone should be a device that increases our life quality or make our life more efficient. And therefore, it should be more a Swiss army knife and not a device what is really destructive to our lives that we really don't want. We should use this device that it increase our uh, quality of our life. For example, we can have fast conversation with somebody if we need something. Or on the other side, we can um, watch educa education content on YouTube. Yeah, Personally, I like always, oftentimes in the evening, I watch a YouTube video, um, for example, from Ali Abdal. Or I have some other YouTube channel. For example, I watch a, a, a podcast from Tim Ferriss or from Jordan Peterson or from... Uh, Huberman Lab. You have such great resources you can educate yourself and then you can use this device in a constructive, positive manner and not any more so destructive. Yeah. So use your phone really as a device that improves your life. So have your phone out of sight while conducting a deep work session or in general when you work. Yeah, as best as possible. Of course, in May, in some professions, of course, you you are dependent on your phone maybe as a If you're uh, in sales, maybe it's really important, of course. I totally understand that. But still, then you can really consciously work with your phone by starting to have um, a clear planned day with, with simply shallow work sessions when using your phone. Yeah, That's what I like to do. I have a deep work session, let's say from uh, 5, in the 5 a.m. in the morning till 9 a.m., And then I have a short block, 20 minutes to do, for example, emails or using my phone. So tasks that are not really using a lot of cognitive attention, I can put them later, do them later on in a shallow work session, you know. So that are simply tasks that are easy to do, don't need a lot of your attention, okay. And of course, using your phone answering whatsapp message and answering emails is uh, one one can be a shallow work simply okay so let's do a short wrap up i mentioned the first tip noise cancelling headphones second one use a distraction lock and third one have your phone out of sight so simple but highly effective tools in this loud and distracting world and by paying attention to these points I have been able to improve my concentration to the extent that I can now work for up to five hours with, with hyper-focus. So my strength, hyper-focus. And that was really a more, um, let's say, a transition or um, repeti repetitive task simply by doing over and over again one thing at a time. Because by doing one thing, only one thing, for example, working, I'm currently working on a new module for my coaching program, um, the 30-day ADHD productivity boost. And there, I'm. it's really important that I stay concentrated. So I'm doing a deep work session in the morning. Yeah, I especially like to do a five, hour, five hours in the morning because that's my most productive time. But it was not always like that. In early days, I could barely concentrate maybe one hour, I don't know, or maybe less, I can't remember, but you see really it's a, it's, you are doing constant progress and getting better and better and better by constantly working on it. Yeah. So the main takeaways for you of this episode, 
Try to minimize distractions as much as possible. Focus on one task at a time. And while it may be initially challenging, prioritizing one task at a time can be highly beneficial for us ADHDer. It supports the task positive network yeah, and enhances our ability to concentrate. So I hope you like, like this episode. And the only way for my team and I to accomplish our mission of helping till 2033 10,000 working professionals with ADHD to overcome procrastination by embracing their ADHD and working with it to unlock their potential is first by reaching them. So if you have found this episode valuable thus, thus um, far, would you please take a brief moment right now and uh, or in general, if you like this episode, uh, take a brief moment right now and leave an honest review of the podcast and its contents or send someone struggling with ADHD the podcast link. It will cost you zero dollars and less than 10 seconds. And your action will help one more ADHD year, one more ADHD year can overcome procrastination, um, one more employee finds work that is meaningful, one more life change for the better. So really, that would be great. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Warmly, your ADHD productivity coach, Nicola.